Hello, folks. It's Jay from Jay Talk here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free. Um, it's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer, on the phone, on the go. Make some good content there. Um, you can also add some songs from Spotify. Uh, make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Um, of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, it's really everything you need, and, and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, this is Jay Talk with Jay, and also with me is Nick. The, with the Nick drop. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, we're just here uh, talking about fun subjects. This is our episode two. Right. And we're going to be talking about online dating, um, which should be um, an interesting, fun one. <laughs> that sounds about like most of my dates off the online dating. Uh, I can't uh, disagree with that one. I know. I just, it's something, there's something about it that's just not, I don't know what it is. I make the excuse that I'm not doing real well on these sites because I'm not tall. Okay. You know, I've got charisma and I got good, com- you know, a lot of things, if you listen to all this dating stuff online, they talk about, uh, we'll come up with something that's very different. Like if you find a profile that you like and you want to reach out to those people, you come up with something creative, something not just like, hi, how are you? How's the dating scene? That's very boring, right? Yes, it is. So come up with something really crafty or really neat. And I've heard a lot of stuff on the internet. So when I'm reading somebody's profile, I'll look through it and something that catches me you know, by surprise, like they really enjoy cooking. I'll say something about cooking, you know, I'll go, Hey, when's the last time you cooked such and such to give them a reason to want to respond regardless of any chemistry or anything like that. Just two people talking about whatever their passion is. Right. Right. Exactly. And now I understand that. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question and, and I'll answer it as well, but I'm going to ask you first, uh, how many different dating websites are you on? Right now, one. Okay, which one? Uh, whatever the Facebook dating thing is. Okay, okay, pretty good. I'm not really uh, sure. I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm not really sure yeah. if I'm ready to be dating right now. That's a conversation we got to get into as well. Oh, of course, of course. So I am actually on four dating websites. Uh, so of course I'm in the Facebook dating, I'm in Tinder and I'm on Bumble. Um, and then I pay for match. Okay. So, uh, and the match is, you know, it's like $73 for six months. Right. Um, you know, that's their discounted price. So if it's not discounted, it ain't worth it to me because $143 (laughs) for six months, yeah, I love you women, but you know, that just still seems like a steep price. So even still, what is your you're having a success rate per site. So which one is your better success? So match has been the best 
in my opinion, the most success. I maybe do one person every six months where I click enough with to actually go out on a date. That's not really how many women you're corresponding reaching with. Reaching out. Reaching, you know, I'm saying. Yeah. Well, but I mean, that's the key point, though. I mean, if you think about the grand scheme of things, if you're reaching out to 200 women in six months and five of them, you know, may match up, and then out of those five, only one of them actually goes to a first date, you know, it's not a pretty thing. That is definitely not the statistics that anybody wants to hear for sure. No. So see that you would say 200, those are the match has matched you with those 200 women. They have suggested those 200 women. And yes. you would respond out of those 200, how many would you actually reach out to? Or are no, you that, that's reaching out to all 200? That's either hitting a like or sending a text message or whatever. Yes. Right. You know. And, and see, so that yeah. is, you know, I probably could go through a hundred profiles a week just trying to go through and see if I can find one that matches up. Right. You know, granted, I'm probably a little more pickier than most people are. But then again, I guess because of the the uh, luck that I've had, maybe it's I'm just as, you know, they're just as picky as I'm, I am. And I think the reason for that is, is, a lot of people look at it as, you know, they've already been divorced once. They don't want to go through anything crazy again. So they're looking for that person that is a good fit. Right. So they don't want to settle. I don't know if that's being called. I wouldn't say that's picky. I would say that, you know, we've had troubles. We've had, you know, issues in the past. We have, you know, as I say, our pickers broke. And when I say that, if anybody misunderstood me, it starts with a P. My picker is broke. Not P I, not P E. Yeah, or not <laughs> D I. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I can't pick. I have I have bad choices when I pick. So yes, making myself not necessarily I don't consider it more picky, but I consider it more trying to focus in on what I really want in a relationship or, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, and I don't disagree with you. I, I completely agree with that point. I've just been told by some of my friends that I'm extremely picky. So, well, that's okay. What are your friends doing? Are they married, happily married and forever? You know, did they get lucky? One of of them that said it was actually single. And the sad thing is, is her picker was completely broke. Um, She ended up with (laughs) loser guys all the time. See, and you got to come into something as to what are they, what does she see in them that it ends up being bad? You know, that is so hard to figure out. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, it's every time you go out on a date, you just never know what you're going to get yourself into. I mean, the last one I went out with, you know, what, two dates? And uh, the second date was a very telltale sign. Um, You know, I don't, I'm not going to mention any names, but uh, this one, how do you best way to put it? Um, 
without being blunt honest, she was about as warm as a frozen bag of corn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, that was, you know, that was the extent of it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know how to respond to that. You know, she was not affectionate at all. Um, but she, she actually did make a comment that she was like, you know, do you want to have sex? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to get it over like, with. You know, if you're that cold, it's how do you get. How do you just switch gears just like that? I mean, I'm sorry, I just can't do it. Yeah, and that's you know? I don't I don't either. That's one of the things that I always talk about. Haven't been on many first dates lately, but I want to know what their love languages are. I mean, I've read the book and the five love languages, amazing yeah. book, and I've read it. And I'll ask them, and if they don't know what the book is, I will pull out my phone and show them the five love languages, and see what they say because I have my five love languages and I've met women and gone out on dates. Mine is words of affirmation. You got to say nice things. You know, you got to be nice. You got to be genuine. If they're those people that don't do that, it's not, we're not right off the bat. There's a red flag, you know? Yes. So yeah, that's, I try to talk about that and physical touch is my number two. I'm a toucher. If you're, if, Whoever I'm dating or when I was married back in the day, if I walked by you and you were kicked back in the lazy boy, I would touch your toe as I walked by. You know, little things like that. If we walked past each other in the hallway, I would touch you walking past you. Yes. No, I understand completely. I know people. You know, actually, there are plenty of women who love that. You know, that's their kind of. Uh, what you would say affirmation or whatever, you know, you're looking for words, but they're looking for that little touch, that little, you know, some of the women actually say, you know, that little, you know, tap on the butt when they're in the kitchen, you know, that's their little things that, that really kind of, I guess is the spice of life. And they need to reciprocate that though. Exactly. The narcissists don't, they want it, they'll get it, they'll take it, but they won't return the, the sentiment. Good point. Good that's, point. That's I haven't, that's why I, I'm in I haven't drink. dated any narcissist <laughs> yet, so I can't answer oh, that one. Yeah. See, that's where the good thing is when you say the word picky comes into play, because those are the ones I pick and they take a nice guy like me who will, when I start caring about you, I will kiss your feet after you've walked through a pile of shit. I mean, that's just who the, who I am. And I meet these women that take advantage of that. I don't know how I do it, why I do it. I was married to one for 20 years. How did I figure that one out? You know, the red flags were there before we got married. Yeah. We're not perfect though. I mean, come on. None of us are perfect. And I'm not expecting them to be perfect, but come on, you know, take the time to say, Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do for me. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with that. So, you know, me, I'm, uh, you know, it's funny because you got all these people that say the little things, you know, and they want you to, you know, it's the big things that matter. It's not the little things. And then you got some people. And for me, sometimes it is the little things. It's just, uh, you know, getting up in the morning and maybe making breakfast before your other, the other person is even out of bed yet. Right. You know, 
it's it's little things. It's not even the big things, you know, just thinking about them, you know, while they're not even even awake or whatever. Right. Um, so, you know, for me, it's I don't know. But, yeah, online dating has definitely had its challenges. Um, meeting people in a way it's it's so weird because i remember years ago we used to tell each other you know you never you never go out with someone you meet online or meet on the internet and it seems like these days that's the only way you can meet someone yeah i mean i i can dab into that pretty hard because i've made a few mistakes and i even talked to you about it a couple weeks ago i walked into bucky's on my way to bandera on my way to my on my weekend place up there and this Lady, we caught each other's eye, and we both actually, both of us did a double take at each other. We weren't wearing masks, and so I went and did what I needed to do, and we ended up in the same line, and we talked, and she was, she actually, one of the things that they say is the feet never lie, okay? So we are taught to lie from day one. Our parents even teach us to lie, and I even kind of told you this story, and I'll do real quick. If you're six, seven, eight years old and you're going over to the neighbor's house to eat dinner, your mom's going to tell you, if the food's bad, just eat it. Tell them it's wonderful. So they teach us how to lie even at an early age. But the feet never lie. And if your feet turn towards you, if you're talking to somebody and they turn and face you and their feet are pointing to you, that means they're interested and they want. This lady did that in Bucky's, And I went, well, have a great weekend and walked out and just, hit myself on top of the head and went, she, if you would have asked her for her phone number, she would have given it to you. Or at least, hey, are you on Facebook? What's your name? You know, something like that. That's all I had to do, and I didn't do it. That right yeah. there, I might have just walked away from my soulmate. You're right. How do you know? 100%. That's because we're so unplugged from the real world almost, you know, that we almost feel like we can't meet anyone unless it's online. Right. True. And I mean, you know, it's everybody's plugged into their phones so much that they, you know, they don't go meet and greet at other places. Now, I actually have gone to two events from Match. And so one was salsa dancing. Wow. Yeah. So it was actually a salsa dancing lesson. Um, it was actually a really good uh, event. I enjoyed it. Um my knee was busted at the time, so I was really horrible at it. Some of the girls were really nice. They had a lot of sympathy for me. So, But, you know, I didn't meet anyone there that, you know, kind of would. Uh, I guess there were a couple of attractive women, but the, you could also tell um, there were a couple of them, you know, that I just there was no interest. Right. So, you know, um, plus I don't. You know, I don't date girls that smoke or things like that. So it's, you know, that's kind of a thing. Um, Good for you. Cut. Good for you. Even though I'm a a former smoker, I won't, I'll I'll see, you know, I'll get hit with a like on the Facebook dating app and it'll, you'll see her with a cigarette in her hand. What do you say to that? I'm like, oh, wow, you're really cute or whatever, but you smoke, you know. It's yeah. almost, I mean, I have said that before more politely because, you know, I just, I'm sorry, you know, you're you're very cute or whatever. I really enjoy your profile, but I just quit smoking and it would be hard for me to be around somebody that smokes because I don't want to do it again, you know. 
Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I agree. So, but, uh, you know, the second event I went was the axe throwing um, event. And that one was actually kind of nice, really cool. A lot of people there. Got to meet a lot of people. It was only one girl I was attracted to out of the whole place. Um, but, you know, it just, uh, she ended up getting stuck on the other team. And I never even got a chance to talk to her. Wow. Axe throwing. Let me see if I can get this right. Divorced, single people, maybe disgruntled, and you're going to put an axe in how many people? <laughs> I don't know. Axe, that would freak me out, man. I'd be like, wait, what? Axes? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. exactly. Well, the one thing I like about Match is so far, most of the women I've met are over their exes. So it's been less about being disgruntled. Um, now, granted, I, I did meet one girl who subconsciously was trying to do to guys on match what her ex-husband did to her. Oh, see, yeah. She wasn't ready to move on. No. So she was literally... So she she divorced her husband because he had cheated on her with multiple women. So she wanted to date multiple men. That was her thing. So it was... She just wanted to hook up. No, no, no. She didn't mind going out every once in a while. But, yeah, she wanted to be able to go out with multiple guys every once in a while. So did she tell you that? Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I just want to date? Yeah, yeah. And she wanted someone that would uh, play hard to get. Oh, see, yeah. She oh. wanted to play games. Yeah, no. I can't do no. that. can't do the game thing. I'm just straight up front. Here I am. This is what you get. You know, I've always made the inclination since I've been divorced since 2012 that whom I ever date or who I ever date, I will not move in with them. I will not marry them. I won't even, I wouldn't even uh, entertain the idea until we've been with each other exclusively for at least a year and a half, more likely two. Because at that point, you know, it it's new and exciting. You're trying to impress. That could run. Some people say three to five months. I don't believe that. You know, I believe people cannot be themselves and still try to impress until they wrap you up and get you married. And that's where the old, uh, I don't know how deep we can go on this, but as soon as you get married, you stop getting the BJs. <laughs> yes. So, so, but you can do that in the form of dating and not necessarily that particular deal, but you try to impress how long you do that is up to the individual, but by a year yes. and a half, you're who you're you, who you are, you're going right. to be you. And if you and whoever you're with are still comfortable and ready to take that next step, it's not so hard. Yeah, I will. I won't disagree with you on that point. And, you know, I'll take that a step further. I will not marry someone again until I've lived with them. Because you really, in my opinion, don't truly understand someone as well and until you've lived with them for a little bit. Because then you start to see their true nature. Because when they're at home, even if it's not intentional, they'll slip up and show their true self. Right. Tr- true self. Yes, you're absolutely right. 
you know, and so that's that's my opinion on the matter. I mean, granted, my mom would probably be like, you know, it's probably not a good thing, you know, being a good Christian man. I probably shouldn't be living with a woman unmarried, but, you know, after being divorced, I just, I don't want to do it again. Well, the same thing goes with intimacy. I would never marry somebody without being intimate with them first. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a deal breaker for me. I couldn't go, you know, we're going to get married and then we we do that kind of stuff later. Mm Got to live with them for a while. I I don't know. Now this day and age, divorce is so easy to just do, you know, back in the day. Yeah, but I don't want to do it again. Right. But back in, I mean, it's just, it it might not be you. It might be who your choice of person is that you date. And you guys, you know, divorce is easy now. Yeah. I don't even know what the stats are. There are 70, 80, 90% of people that get married in the last five years get divorced. It's ridiculous. Right. And I don't disagree with you. You know, divorce is easy, but I mean, nothing good comes from easy, in my opinion. You're absolutely right. My dad always taught me that, too. The harder you work for something, the more you'll appreciate it when it's done. Right. And if you actually put effort into a relationship, you know, and then you take that relationship to the next level, you know, that relationship's really going to last. Right. And, but it takes both people putting the effort into the relationship, and Good that's point. the key. Good point. And it's nice that the older we get, the ladies that I've been around are more apted to, I don't know if it's criticism or something, you know, if there's something that you're not comfortable with and you tell them and they're like, okay, noted, move on. You know, not like, oh, my God, he doesn't like me anymore. I'm going to give up. You know, they're not easy to get up and run. On little things. No, it's easy for them just to get up and ghost. They, they don't even <laughs> run. They don't even run anymore. Ghost. They'll act like they're good for a while, and then all of a sudden, hey, how come you're not responding to my text messages? No phone yeah, call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, that's the sad part about it, too, is, is people just take, I call it the cheat way out. I mean, it's nobody, if there was something that you did wrong, you know, a lot of people want to know, because if they honestly did something wrong, they want to learn from it, so they don't do it again. But with all this ghosting crap, nobody ever talks about what happened. Nobody ever lets each other know what, you know, so how do you know what you need to do to improve yourself? Like, I heard a story about a guy was dating a girl, and for some reason she was living with her parents, so he could never go to her house. You know, and she was she was uncomfortable with that. But after a while, it started to be an issue in the relationship, and then she just ghosted him, quit, you know, or something to that effect. I mean, I was just talking out loud. It was a friend of mine that did that. But that's an interesting story of how she might have been really insecure about something, or she could be lying about her home life living, which... Me and narcissists, you know, I think everybody lies. I think everybody cheats because that's just the way it is in life. That's the way it goes. Of course, yes, everybody so. but me, right? I'm I'm the yeah. only one that's I'm the only sane person on the planet that doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, that's funny. So I actually uh, I tell everybody that whenever I start dating, I'm like, um, don't 
ask a question you don't want the truthful answer to. Right. Because you're going and, to get it with us. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. I've been straight honest with everyone. And, yeah, you know I'm honest with you. Absolutely. And people don't know how to handle that. And I think that's the problem. Yep. They really can't handle honesty. Right. So and let's get I, back, so let's get back to – so we start talking about Matt. So let's talk about – because I've never gotten on Tinder or Bumble. Now, those okay. are those are swipe ads too, right? Yeah, they're just so uh, Tinder is the, uh, you know, standard. It's called the standard hookup app. But, you know, there are plenty, plenty of women on there that always post, you know, look, I'm not here for a hiccup. I mean, a hookup. Uh, it, honestly, if you're not there for a hookup, you really shouldn't be on Tinder because it truly is just that. Oh, wow. A hookup site. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, I did date one girl from Tinder. And I thought we hooked it up pretty well. I mean, we good personality match and everything like that. Um, she really, truly was just looking for the hookup. Wow. So she was looking for that, what you call the friends with benefits. Huh. And so, um, you know, of course, she uh, kind of bailed on me. And she literally is like, you know, look, I wasn't looking for anything serious. I was looking to just play and have fun. Now, and was she like, wanting to do that exclusively with you or was she multiple people? No, she wanted to do multiple. Oh, yeah. And yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. I could I'm handle sorry, the friends but... with benefits thing if it was a one-on-one and I knew that there was going to be trust and loyalty and honesty in the relationship, but you wanted to live and do your thing, and then, you know, we have dinner once a week or, you know, you come over, whatever, something right. like that. But the trust factor in that is is pretty heavy. You know, I've yes. known couples that have lived in my mother's friends. They've lived in separate houses about five or ten minutes away from each other, they go out to dinner once a week. They might spend the night at one or the other's house once a week, and they've been doing that for twenty years. They just like living alone and doing the. And they're hardcore workers. You know, they they're one right. of those people that work 10, 12 hours a day, and so their whole life is their job. And but they still need that companionship. Right, and so that's almost like an arrangement in the sense of they're still loyal to the one person, but. They're just, they don't want that long-term commitment. And they don't want, they still want their own independence, their own privacy, their own whatever. And, but they still need that companionship and intimacy from someone. And so it's almost like a partnership at that point. You know, it's a business it's arrangement. It's very interesting. What's that? It's an intimate business arrangement. Yeah, there you she go. She doesn't ever want to come home. Or get up in the middle of the night and the toilet seat's lifted up. That's some <laughs> that's some bullshit. If I'm you know the, that kind of thing. And and no, that's, that's not necessarily that, but he might not want, you know, he might like my grandparents, and they're both deceased. I love them both to death. When I was sixteen, I went over there for Thanksgiving dinner one day and I noticed that he slept in the second bedroom of the house and she had the master. And I'm like you know, it's 16 years old, man. I'm all about dating and, you know, I've learned what sex is and, you know, all that stuff, right? So I'm like, Grandma, 
How come Grandpa sleeps in there? And she said, it's real simple. He likes to stay up and watch TV, and he snores, and I like to get up early in the morning and primp. So with him staying up late watching TV, he's keeping me up, and then he snores, he keeps me up. And then I get up in the morning, turn all the lights on, and that wakes him up. So that's why they sleep in separate rooms. And, of course, me, now they're in their 70s, and me going, uh, well, you know, what about the, uh, you guys still, you know, visit each other in the night? She goes, he comes in my room every now and then, and I'm like, okay, they're still having sex at 70. I'm good to go. You know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. I got a future. Right? <laughs> Thank God. It's going to work when I'm in my 70s. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's what a 16-year-old you was thinking about. That Absolutely. is too funny. I bet you 90% so. of the boys at 16 years old, young men, think about. Oh, you know, I know. Are they still going to be able to have this kind of fun when they're in their 70s? And yes. By the way, anybody that's listening to this that's under 18, yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> You're hilarious. That that's just the way funny. it is, though. Yeah, you know. so... But I mean, you know, that's uh, so okay. So Tinder is, you know, the hookup app. So you know, it's no different than anything else. Uh, I I don't care what people say. It's the hookup app. Uh, Bumble is a little different. So Bumble is a situation where if you match, um, the woman has to initiate the conversation. The guy is not allowed to initiate the conversation. Wow. And so it's a little different in that aspect, um, you know. So for I guess a lot of these traditional women or whatever who like always want the guy to be the first one to generate the conversation, Bumble is not the app for you. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I, I'm so, signing up for Bumble right now. I'm oh, on my okay. phone. Yeah, you go ahead. I'm on my phone, so. getting on it right now. Because <laughs> I so. like that. See, I. That's I, I think that's one of my issues in life is I want a, a woman that speaks her mind. I want and I want her to do it in a positive manner. I don't want her to be a negative Nancy and whining about everything and blaming everybody and narcissistic kind of thing, but I want a woman that wants a career, that has a career, that stands up for herself and makes her point and knows how to communicate. You know. Yes. That's hard yes. to find because I'm not necessarily what I'm wanting. I'm not, you know, I don't know if I'm a, a good communicator. I think I am, but I'm obviously haven't been doing a lot of things right over the years of my life. So I would want a stronger woman. And I even do that. Even if you look at my profile on this one dating site that I'm on, it says that I'm looking for a strong woman, a woman that can handle herself, that's confident in herself, you know, and i I can be her. I even said this. I can be your arm candy. You know, <laughs> I'm looking for a rich woman to take care of me. And I'll be your arm candy. You know, you want to you be the arm candy. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get a lot you, of response out of that profile, so I changed it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, you made a comment at the beginning of the show that, you know, you're uh, about five inches shorter than you should be for arm candy. Right. Well, you know, it just depends on the girl now. I know. I'm if she's 4'11 and an executive making, you know, $5 million bonuses for Christmas, I'm your man. Yeah, Nico, there you go. just come on down. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still taller than you. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to give it so, a try anyway. That is funny, man. No, I love that one. So, you know, but the other thing is, is, 
you know, personality wise, uh, even strong women is good. Independent women is good, but, um, you know, one of my last dates, um, having a woman, how do I put this? You can make fun of me if I do something hilarious, if I do something silly, if I trip and fall over, you know, uh, little things like that. We always, there's some crazy things that happen to us in life. And you know what? They're hilarious. I'll laugh with you. But one of the things I would like to share with people is never make fun of someone for who they are. Oh, very true. Very true. You know, you may think you're trying to be funny, but you're not. Never make fun of someone for who they are. Um, like I said, you can make fun of me for whatever I did. You can make fun of me for watching anime. I don't. I don't care. Um, but just don't make fun of someone for for who they are. Yeah, that's. And there's a fine line between that because nowadays people enjoy seeing people get hurt and it, they laugh their ass off. What is that all about? You know. <laughs> they watch. They love getting on YouTube and watching car wreck after car wreck where people are, you know, and they're bleeding. Right. They're like, "Oh my god, ha ha!" Look at you know, yeah. like how do you laugh at that? That's just sad. Of course, yeah. that might be you know, I, I'm a baby boomer and not a Gen X or a Gen Y or a Gen whatever all that stuff is. So, I don't. Yeah, know. I mean, well, okay, so it was a little different for us. It was. Evil Knievel, yes, there I'm dating myself. Um, but, I mean, he was a stunster. And if he got hurt, you know, it, well, that was the risk he took. And it wasn't like we cheered his accident. We cheered his attempt. Right. Well, yeah. And and, and so I think that was the big thing. Um, you know, I don't... I don't like seeing people in pain unless they're, you know, like playing football, uh, wrestling, even though it's fake, you know, sorry to break everyone's bubble. You know, it's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, you're right. You're on it. (laughs) You know, but I mean, that's what I'm saying is, is, you know, professional football player, he puts himself out there. He knows that there's a chance he's going to get hurt. We all love football. I mean, we just love to watch those guys just, I mean, and they tear into each other. And they hurt each other. And you know what? We can't get enough of it. Um, boxing. Boxing is the same way. Oh, UFC. Uh, UFC. Another good example. But, you know, normal people, I, I don't know that I I really, I don't know if I really get into that. You know, it's kind of hard. See, that's a difference. That's a sport, the way I see it. But just watching people, I mean, Watching people trip and fall and they didn't hurt themselves and they start laughing or funny, you know. Or you see these people, they'll open up a champagne bottle and the cork will hit somebody and everybody laughs, you know, or they'll get sprayed with the champagne. That kind of stuff's funny. But when people fall down and break an arm, they're losing their minds. These young kids, they're going, oh, my God, you see, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, really? Yeah, I know. And it's like, oh, the bun's, the, the bone's sticking out, too. Yeah, oh, my God, yeah, that's yeah. great. It's Coolest like, thing. i got to watch that 100,000 times. And I'm like, you know, oh, let's get back to <laughs> Bumble. I need to age, get back on Bumble. See? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. It so. is our age. It absolutely is our age. So, 
and it, it's hard in this day and age. We sit here and look at the way the world's turning, and we can't really say that much about it because you and I both have children. We're shaping what these kids are doing now. So, oh, 100%. It's partially, I can't say it's all our fault because these kids are going to go off their own direction anyway. We gave them the best tools that we knew how to make it into this world. So we send them off hoping that they use those tools correctly. Okay. So then we send them off the world and they do it. You know, of course, everything's different nowadays. And it, it was the same way when I was young. I'll never forget, I bought, you know, Don Johnson and was the super popular when I was young and he had a double-breasted white suit and he wore these loafers with no socks. And I went to this event and wore that double-breasted suit with a rounded collar and loafers with no socks. And my dad looked at me and he goes, you get your ass out of this room and go put some socks on. You know, <laughs> because that was his generation. I mean, he's 78 exactly. now, right? So, yeah. and it makes sense because now I'm looking at these kids with these skinny jeans going, uh, no, you're not going to church looking like that, you know, or whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. You ain't wearing these skinny jeans. And now I'm trying to get that youthful vibe thing going. I actually tried on a pair of skinny jeans and I went, oh, hell no. <laughs> not going to work. Just not going to yeah, work. Yeah, you're on your own on that one, man. I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it. So I just made the effort. But, it failed. Yeah. Well, we kind of veered off from our online dating scenario, but uh, you, you know, and I could still, sit here and talk for two hours and we would bounce back and forth. It's just great. I really oh, enjoy no, I agree. I agree. I agree. You so, and I have always had a good, a good rapport with each other and a good conversational style for each other. And we're going to do a lot more of these is what we're going to do. Yes, exactly. And I, I think that's kind of our, Kind of our sign. We're kind of wrapping it up for uh, this uh, episode. Um, you know, we've had a, some good conversation. I know we kind of veered off from the online dating, but like Nick said, we're uh, when we start to get talking, it just becomes comfortable and flows out. So. And that's okay because we'll do more on online dating. So we'll be good. We'll do more podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, definitely because uh, the stories uh, are a plenty. No. <laughs> yeah, we never got into any stories, have we? <laughs> yeah, so we just talked about the online dating and the craziness of the profiles and meeting women. We hadn't even talked about the ones we actually uh, did go out with. Well, that's and part two. That's part two. So um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show today. Uh, hit subscribe, follow. Um, you know, I know we've got a couple of episodes coming up. Um you know, suicide's going to be one. Um, it's going to be a pretty serious one. So today was a pretty fun. Um, but we hope you enjoy them all. So from the J Talk and from the Nick Drop. Thank you for having me on, brother. Let's do it again. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>